the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. And today is a special edition because recently I was interviewed. You know how much I love to interview difference makers. Well, I got interviewed by Mike McGivern in Milwaukee on a sports show that's so cool called Faith in the Zone for the sports radio station there. And I just enjoyed talking to Mike and Mike just talking about Very Bold and Peanut Butter Bowl and going through my testimony. It was so much fun for me that I thought I would share it with you. So go with me. Let's jump in and catch this interview with Mike McGivern and me, Steve Teal. Well, welcome back to Faith in the Zone. I'm Mike McGivern. Again, fine solo this week, Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. will be back next week. So Pastor Ken Keltner not going to be happy. Because our next guest and our guest for the rest of the show, he spent a little bit of time in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which always, you know, Pastor Ken would be like, hey, did you ever have the ribs at this place? You had a burger at this place? Did you ever get out to the park at this? Do they still have the hoops up? That kind of stuff. If we ever have anybody that spent any time in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and our next guest has. He is the founder of Very Bold Ministries. His name is Steve Teal. He's also an author, and we're going to talk to him about that a little bit later in the show. Steve Teal, how are you doing today? Mike, I am doing fantastic. I'm a little disappointed that Pastor Kent is not on, because just talking about Tulsa is making me hungry. <laughs> and I, I don't even, I mean, I have a lot of places in Tulsa I love. I'm always looking for a great burger, but my place in Tulsa, I don't even know, know if they're still around. I don't know if Pastor Kent ever had it, but Goldie's Patio and Grill, to me, has the best burgers ever. So, man, uh, I'm ready for a road trip to Tulsa just hey, because we're talking about it. Steve, I am, I've I've spent more time on VeryBold.com, on your website. There's no yeah. chance we have enough time today to talk about it. So we're <laughs> going to invite you back. And when you come back, I promise you, Pastor Ken okay. Keller will be here. But I, I, I'm going to start our segment with you by telling people, write this down, VeryBold.com. VeryBold.com, and when you go there, do not don't think you're going to go there and spend five minutes and then get away because you're not. It is so. I tell you what, I am such a fan that that I I can't tell you. I have listened to more of your podcast and and more of your radio interviews than you can imagine. And I'm, I'm listening to them, and every one of them I get something out of. And, Steve, I, I've got to tell you, it's been such a blessing to me. 
the, the last 10 days, verybold.com. And we're going to talk about how that started and how I found you in a minute. But let's talk a little bit about your background, where you grew up and, and uh, where you live now. Yeah, and Mike, man, just thank you so much for having me on the show. This is a real blessing and a real honor, and I'm looking forward to having you on Very Bold Radio and Podcast because I want to turn the tables on you and uh, just getting to meet you the other day over the phone and hearing about the cool things that you do um, with this radio show and podcast is amazing. So I'm fired up, so you can count on that. Um, That's going to be happening, but... Um, yeah, I, I grew up as an army brat. My dad was in the U S army 29 years. And so we grew up all over. So I have so many memories of different places when my dad was in Vietnam. I, so I've, I've ser- served, I've been in Tulsa several times. My dad served two tours in Vietnam. And so when I was just a little, little guy, a couple years old, we lived in Tulsa where my, my, both my parents are from. And then when I was about six years old, uh, the Vietnam War was um, winding down, and my dad uh, was, by the grace of God, the miraculous power of God, he was one of the last American advisors there, and God, God spared his life, and I'm so grateful. And that was an example for me from a very early age that prayer works. And so that uh, after that, he uh, he wound up being a, a professor at West Point at the military academy, an assistant baseball coach, and and he also played college baseball at um, Oklahoma University. And so baseball and sports were a part of my life from a very young age. I have a vivid memory when he was an assistant baseball coach every year, well, the plan was every year. I don't think it worked out every single year, but the Yankees or the Mets would come down the Hudson river and they would play the uh, exhibition game against the college team, army West point. And I got to be a bat boy, uh, one of those games against the New York Mets. So, uh, man, I just, I grew up on baseball and college football with OU and, and all of it. We, we moved around. I wound up, um, going most of my high school in Northern Virginia, uh, when my dad was at the Pentagon in DC. And then I graduated high school at Frankfurt American high school in Germany before heading off to Oral Roberts university for college. So that's some of my background, um, I'm very proud of my dad. I see him as a, a real hero, and sports was just a big part of my life from the beginning. Steve, I got to tell you, uh, Pastor Ken's going to hear this show, and he's just he, he's not going to be happy. Big, big time uh, OU fan, and his his is youngest he? and his youngest son Kurt is in special forces in the army. Whoa. And so oh there's a lot of ties here, I have to tell you. And I promise, I promise you, we will have you back in a few weeks okay. when he's in town because I, all I have to do is say welcome to Faith in the Zone and you guys can can take the rest from there. <laughs> guys, when, when I tell you to go to verybold.com, let me just make a recommendation because I've listened to a lot of these, but I, I would start – if with this, the audience that listens to this show, go to Travis Bush, go to Coach mm. Bush, and listen to that interview that they did. 
And I, I got to tell you, I I listened to the entire. It's maybe an hour, maybe a little it's bit long. over an hour, and I listened <laughs> to the whole thing. Man, I I need a phone number for Travis Bush because that interview was incredible. What a great guy, and all of the ones I've listened to. But for this audience to start with Travis Bush, because on 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 their podcast and their radio show, very bold radio. They, he um, Steve has a number of of uh, people. From from musicians to authors to to all uh, uh, all over the gamut, and he's got a lot of sports guys that are in that. In fact, how I found you was I yeah. was trying to find Stacy um, from Bauman? yeah Stacy yeah. Bauman from from Hockey Ministries International, and I I watched the interview that you guys did, and it was really good. And that's how I found you. And the Lord works wow. in great ways, right? I, I'm not yeah. sure I would have found you had I not been looking for Stacey Bauman. And I haven't, haven't heard back from him, but I expect you yet um, here in the next week or so. And we'll have him on um, in a couple of weeks on Faith in the Zone. Let's talk about about Very Bold Ministries and, and when this started and what the thought process is to, to get this going. Yeah, um, man. Well, that's exciting. First of all, that you're going to have Stacy on, and if you want to talk to Coach Travis uh, Bush, man, he he would love it. And uh, I will let him, I'll let him know, or I'll reach out to him and just say, hey, would you like to, uh, you know, talk to the good folks, uh, Milwaukee, and Faith in the Zone? But um, man, how it got started, like, uh, golly, just the goodness of God, and sometimes the surprise. Uh, the surprising moves of God um, for very bold. Uh, God, many years ago, over 20 years ago, just started putting on my heart just things to do. I was on a church staff, but he was putting things to do outside of my local church ministry. And so I began to answer the call to write books and to do prayer rallies. And this thing just kind of grew. But Very Bold Radio and Podcast um, really kind of started about four or five years, maybe four years ago. And before that, I was doing, um, we had started a church, which God's wisdom and beauty, he was doing really good things with that church, but it was just not growing enough to sustain. And we saw God's hand in it so many ways, Mike, but uh, we had to shut that church down after about three years. During that time, though, I was looking, okay, you know, our revenue is tight. What can I do? And so I reached out to a a buddy of mine who had a Christian newspaper in San Antonio and said, hey, do you got any ideas? Because I got to make sure I'm putting food on the table. And so he eventually said, man, the radio station has asked me to do a radio show. And Mike, just right away, I just knew, man, that is something I would love to do. And we've been interviewing difference makers um, ever since. And that was with something called Beacon Radio. I did that for about three years. And as my life was getting more and more busy, I wound up stepping away from Beacon Radio. But God put on my heart very shortly after, like, Steve, this was the, the plan all along. This was the idea. And so it just made sense to me that, okay, it's time to do Very Bold Radio on podcast. And you touched right on it. I love talking about with Christian difference makers. And, man, you really have encouraged me with how these interviews have inspired you, and I hope they inspire your listeners as well. Um, but uh, I love talking to uh, Christian athletes, Christian coaches, and hearing their story 
I love talking to Christian musicians, like you mentioned, and, and authors, all sorts of different uh, difference makers. And sometimes it's just somebody whose story is just very compelling. They may not be known in the world of sports per se, or a Christian musician or an author, but they just have a story that I, you just can tell God is at work. And I just love laying that out for people. Well, I'll tell you, you do a great job with it. And I, I just like the pace of your shows. And and I, you know, all of a sudden, you know, I'll start thinking you're going down one path and then you go another path and it's more interesting than I, I just really think that you have a gift for this. And I appreciate oh, it you. a lot. And it's been a, a huge encouragement to me. Um, I, I, I sit in my office and I'm listening to it and my office is in my home and my wife works out of her home as well. And she'll come in and say, oh, well, who are you listening to now? And I go, well, listen to, he, he has this musician that's really, man, this is really good stuff. And she laughs and it, it's just very good. <laughs> it, it is. It's, it's excellent stuff. And I thank you for that. Again, verybold.com. Verybold.com. And when you go to ministries, you you know, take a look at all of the things. And we're going to talk about the peanut butter bowl and we're going to talk about scrapping here in a minute. But go to Radio awesome. and Podcast and take a listen to some of the things that Steve does. Hey, before we get to a break, um, really quickly, because yeah. we're going to get to one and we're going to ask you to share your testimony on the other side of the break. When you were in grade school and high school, if, yeah. I, if I came up to you and said, hey, you're going to be an author. You're going to be an author of a number of books. What would you have told me? Man, Mike, everything you could ask me right now, I would have said, what? You know, I would have been just shocked uh, in particular about what you talked about or mentioned the the scrap and the scripture and rap. But writing books was never on my my heart, my horizon or anything and uh, I was doing church ministry, and I just felt like God put on my heart, and it was undeniable that I needed to write this one particular book, which meant I had to go to my boss, the senior pastor, and say, I, man, I feel like God has put this on my heart. I've got to write this book, which means I need some time away so I can write this book. I mean, it was painful, like having to explain to him and tell him and, and just trust God in the process. And that's just kind of the way it's worked is when God's put something on my heart, boy, I wish I could sit here and say, oh, every time God, I feel like puts something on my heart to do, I do it. Sometimes I go fighting and clawing. Sometimes, you know, I, I put it off to the side, probably don't even do it. Um, probably someday when I'm in heaven, we'll review some game film and, and Jesus will be sitting there going over like, oh, Steve, you, you missed this opportunity. I put this on your heart, but you ignored it and you moved on to another thing. But um, it's just exciting to see, you know, I, I was one of my guests I was interviewing the other day was just talking about in their book that, um, man, you want to do things that only God can accomplish. And I feel like from the books, to the scripture wrapping, scrapping, to putting on peanut butter bowls, um, to doing the radon podcast. These are all things that I never dreamed of. It's just comes from God. And um, I've been blessed to, to get to kind of walk in it and see what God's up to. He is Steve Teal, founder of Very Bold Ministries. Again, I, I can just highly recommend verybold.com. Go to that uh, website and take a look at all the great things that that he is doing and they are doing with this uh, ministry and 
Bobby B. A Blessing is my favorite book. I've got five grandsons and a granddaughter on the way. And I'm telling you, little Callum is going to get Bobby B. A Blessing uh, fairly soon. He's one years old. I'll, I will read that to him over and over. Our special guest again, Steve Teal, founder of Very Bold Ministries, will ask him to share his testimony on the other side of the break. This is Faith in the Zone. I'm Mike McGivern, again, flying solo this week. Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church should be back next week. We're coming from the Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling Studios. And our special guest, he's the founder of Very Bold Ministries. He is Steve Teal. Hey, Steve, um, normally second segment, now it's third segment for this show. We like to ask our guests to share their testimony with us. And if you could do that for me, I would appreciate it. Man, yeah, I'm honored to, and I'm just having a great time with you, Mike, so I appreciate uh, being here with you today. Uh, man, I, I grew up, like I said, um, my dad in the Army, uh, my mom, a strong Christian, and I think maybe some of that even was coming for my mom when my dad was in Vietnam and we saw, Now I was very young, so I didn't take it in, but just the power of prayers, people were praying that my dad's life would be spared in Vietnam over a treacherous and dangerous three days as he and a few other soldiers had to escape and evade. <laughs> it's crazy being shot down out of a helicopter and, and then having to catch another helicopter. It's, it's an amazing testimony in and of itself that I've, I've had the honor of interviewing my mom and dad about as well as another, um, an Air Force officer who came to rescue my dad. So that was a lot of fun. But that was my family, um, just a great, loving family, uh, Mike. But at the time that I started turning, about 15 years old, went to church every Sunday, all that stuff. But I started to feel this awareness that and something is not quite right. And I was a good kid by, by good kid standards. You know, I didn't do anything outlandish or crazy. I tried to do the right thing, but I realized that there was something missing in my life. And pretty quickly I realized like I knew about Jesus, but I did not know Jesus. And Mike, I can remember laying in my bed at night and man, I, I looked at my life. I had a good life. Uh, school was school was school. I mean, I wasn't an A student or anything. I had sports and I loved sports. I had a great group of friends. My parents were, were married. You know, they had a good marriage, had a good family, all of that. And yet there was this emptiness and what would happen would be at night, I would lay in my bed and you didn't have all the activities of the day and everything going on. And that's when it would hit me just, man, I am empty on the inside. I am missing something. And I had this feeling that it was that relationship with Jesus. So I can remember even right now, just laying in my bed, I had these the bunk bed, I still had bed sheets that must have been left over from when I was younger. They had every NFL team logo on it. And I can remember laying in the lower bunk and just crying, just weeping, saying, hey, God, Jesus, if you're real, make yourself real to me. You know, when Paul was on the road to Damascus, you just appeared. So come on, do it. And nothing would happen. And nothing would happen, and I would continue just to be seeking and waiting. I was reading books, and I was I was hungry, and then finally one day I felt like God spoke to my heart in church, in a church that was very dry, 
and the pastor was not very alive in his faith. It turned out later that he was going through several personal struggles, and yet in that environment, God spoke to me. He answered that prayer, and it wasn't it wasn't that that was the moment where I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm saved. That was the moment where I felt like Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, first spoke to me. And Mike, this is kind of a crazy story, but what I felt like he put on my heart was to go and pray for a family friend who was dying of cancer. And I had heard about this from my parents. It was really my parents' friend. I had not yet met this man. He was another military officer. And I just felt like I'm supposed to go and pray for him. And I'm supposed to ask God for his healing. Now, spoiler alert, a lot of my best stories I want to end with the home run, the game-winning touchdown, you know, all of it. But this story did not end the way I wanted it to. I wanted to pray for this man to be healed of cancer, and I wanted him to get up out of bed and go and have a burger with me. I wanted everything just to be fine. And he was healed, but he wasn't healed here on earth. He was healed in the presence of Jesus. But I went and and I talked to my parents and said, I think God spoke to me. I think we're supposed to pray for this man. Uh, His name was Colonel Evitz, and I think we're supposed to go and pray for him. And so my mom, being a very mature Christian, was like, well, okay, let me pray about that first. Let let me see before (laughs) we just go. But uh, eventually she prayed and felt like, okay, you know, and it was really neat, Mike, even though my mom was the stronger Christian at the time, my dad's faith really didn't ignite until a little bit later in his life. Um, But my dad, who I would have expected not necessarily to understand or be supportive, was completely supportive and said, yeah, we've got to do this. God's got a plan. And so even though that night when I prayed and just wanted, you know, him to be healed here on earth and right away, by the way, um, it didn't happen. But I believe and I'm going to find out when I'm in heaven and I talk to Colonel Evans himself and when I go over it with Jesus. One of the things that this man had mentioned to his wife as he was laying there dying in his hospital bed was that he felt like he was in prison. And I know he felt like he was helpless. And when you're going through something so devastating as that, and you can't do anything, you're powerless. I know it feels like you're in prison, but but I think maybe, and I could be wrong because I can't totally speak for him, but maybe where he was in prison was like, we're all in prison by our sin and by our distance from God And so I think that I I hope and I pray what happened as I prayed over him and my parents prayed over him, even though I was looking for physical healing, I think that Jesus was looking for spiritual healing. And one of the scriptures that God had revealed to my mom was that Jesus came to set the captives free. And so even on my 16-year-old mind at the time, I thought, like, physical healing, boy, that would really show that God is God. Right. Um, he he was much more, of course, I get it now, concerned with spiritual healing. He wanted Colonel Evitz to know him personally. And so, you know, I don't know exactly what happened for Colonel Evitz at that time. I mean, and we, we sang over him just simple songs of, you know, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. <laughs> And at the end of it, I just felt like, okay, well, I was obedient to what Jesus called me to do. It wasn't the results that I wanted. It wasn't what I was expecting, but I was obedient 
And that is what mattered. And I'll tell you something, Mike, that goes with everything that I've tried to do that God has called me to do. Um, I mean, starting a church that we had to shut down after three years, uh, the prayer rallies, the books, you know, you know, these are, these are not best-selling books. I'm, I'm glad that little Callum's going to enjoy his, but you know, you just want to be obedient to what God Amen. has called you to do and let him worry about the results. And so as we were driving, this was in the Northern Virginia and Maryland uh, area, I believe it was the Bethesda uh, Military Hospital. I'm probably getting the terms wrong, but uh, we drove back across the Beltway back to Northern Virginia. And during that time, man, I, I know this for sure. I can't speak for Colonel Evitz, but man, the Holy Spirit came over me and I felt the presence and love of Jesus Christ like I never have before. And I'm not sure I have since, but I can remember just the power of Jesus' love just coming over me and filling me up. And what I realized for me is that, and I mean, looking back, I felt like I was dead and I was resurrected. I was brought to life that day and made a new creation. And Mike, ever since then, I mean, I was a changed person. I was much more concerned about other people. I had anger um, issues and, and all that sort of stuff. And I just, man, I had peace and I had love and I had joy. And uh, it's been different ever since I said yes to Jesus. Now I am still a sinner and still, you know, in traffic or technology problems. Uh, that, that old anger thing, you know, will sometimes spike up and say, hey, I'm still here. But uh, ever since, I'm, I'm a changed person, and I'm transformed by Jesus Christ in relationship with Him. Amen. You know, Steve, this segment's our favorite on Faith in the Zone. And it's amazing to me, everybody has a story. Right. Yeah. All of us. And some of us have stories that, you know, I, I love your story, your story of saying, hey, look, if you're real, come on, show yourself yeah. to me. And, you know, yeah. God's laughing. He's like, oh, come on, little man, that's not happening. But let me you know what? Eventually you're going to know my will. You're going to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. And, and you know, and, and then we've had testimonies from guys that, you know what, they, they strayed a little bit or they, you know, they stole a candy yeah. bar. And then guys like me and Pastor Daryl Strawberry that years and years ago were yeah. doing a lot of stuff we shouldn't have been doing. And what I love about it, Steve, is, is, is God meets us where we're at. He came in a dark place to get me came in a really dark place mm. to get me. And you know what? At the same time, he's he's listening to a young man's prayers in his bedroom saying, you know, okay, I'm not coming to you. I'm not going to show myself to you, but trust me, you're going to know who I am soon. And I love that. Right. We're going to get to a break. He is Steve, Steve Teal. Again, he is the founder of Very Bold Ministries. I got a few things to talk to him about in our last uh, our last segment, and we'll get to that on the other side of the break. This is Faith in the Zone. Oh, welcome back to Faith in the Zone. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mike McGivern, our special guest, and he's a good one. And again, I'm going to do this so, so people hear it. I promise. I'm going to have him back in either a couple of weeks or a month and month or two because there's so much more on VeryBold.com that, that I have to talk to him about. One thing about Very Bold, by the way, this is a nonprofit organization. And on that page, if you're, you're feeling led 
to help them continue, help Steve and his team continue to do the great work they're doing in, in San Antonio, go to the donate page and you can donate 10 bucks or don- donate a hundred. Um, but, but certainly any money that we can send their way to keep this ministry going, it's a, it is a 501c nonprofit tax exempt organization. So it's not money going in Steve's pocket. This is a nonprofit organization <laughs> doing great stuff. And there's a donate tab. Go ahead and, uh, and donate 50 bucks, 100 bucks. Let's help them out. And when you look at ministries, take a look at some of the books t- that Joel Angel, The Guardian Games, uh, book, uh, book one. He's also got um, a couple of devotional books uh, Jesus Christ Movie Star, Jesus Christ All Star, non fictional devotional books that you can find out more about when you go to verybold.com. The one ministry that I'm most interested in, I have to be honest with you, because all the high school sports ties that I have here in the city of Milwaukee, let's talk about the Peanut Butter Bowl, how that started, and and what the mission of that is. Yeah, Mike, I'm really excited uh, to talk about Peanut Butter Bowl, and it's you know been fun to talk off air just about the possibility of maybe you helping to bring peanut butter bowl to Wisconsin and to Milwaukee. You so bet. man, I'm, I am fired up about that right now. That's amazing. So I'll, I'll tell your uh, listeners um, that peanut butter bowl is a high school football game. And where we use the platform, we get coaches involved. This is very important to be a part of the vision. We always are looking for the head football coach down here in Texas. They're usually the athletic coordinator of the school or the athletic director And we want them on board and we ask them, hey, would you use your opening weekend football game as a peanut butter bowl? You know, when I first brought this up back in 2016 to my coaching friends, I know it didn't really sound like very masculine, you know, a peanut butter bowl football game. And then I reminded them, hey, well, how masculine is the sugar bowl? How how masculine is the rose bowl? We can do the peanut butter bowl because this way, what we do is we use these football games. The coaches tell their communities, they tell their athletes, they tell the other teachers, they get their principals involved. Sometimes they even get their elementary and middle schools involved. And they say, we're going to collect peanut butter and online donations. And then we find, or we help find an organization, a hunger relief organization in your area that can use peanut butter and online donations that then we just turn over everything to that organization so that they can continue to help feed people. And the way this happened, Mike, is back in 2015, I went to a high school football game in San Antonio between two of my very good friends as head football coaches. One was the head coach of a high school down here called Johnson, and he's about my age. And then on the other side was the head football coach in his first debut head coaching game, Jeff Fleener. He was the head coach of Brandeis in San Antonio. And he used to be in my youth group when I was a youth pastor. That's awesome. And he was coaching against my other friend who was his offensive coordinator when he was growing up. So it was the guy my age was also the young man's mentor. And so I went to that game. My wife and I, we went, we sat on the first half on the Johnson side with my contemporary friend. 
And his wife saw us and said, oh, you made the right decision, Steve. And I said, well, hold on, Patty. The second half, we're going to Jeff's side. We got to support him. Well, we did. We went to that side. But at the end of the game, one, one team won. And uh, the new head coach who had won three state championships as an offensive coordinator, he didn't even remember how to lose. Uh, his first game as a head coach, uh, nobody cares anything about the state championships. He was just zero and one against his mentor. Well, I was so proud of him, but I saw him and of course he was miserable. And I said, man, this is, this is not a fun way to cheer on two very important people in your life. Fast forward several months later, God is at work. And my very first radio show, my very first radio show, I'm getting a tour and hearing about a food ministry in San Antonio, and I see this peanut butter just laid out. And Mike, I am not that smart a guy. God gave me this idea, and it was just like, boom, peanut butter bowl. There's all this peanut butter that goes in San Antonio to these thousands of kids that don't have food on the weekends. There was a great organization that was providing food for them, including peanut butter. And I'm telling you, it was just God, that same Holy Spirit that spoke to me years ago, just put peanut butter bowl in my heart. I went to those individual coaches and said, they played each other again the next season. I said, could we call your game the peanut butter bowl? Collect peanut butter, collect donations so that we can help feed kids in San Antonio. Both of them immediately were on board right away. And we collected that first year over 4,000 jars worth of peanut butter. Um, so that's two tons of peanut butter. The next couple of years, I wanted to keep it just those two schools as peanut butter bowl with an eye towards growing and expanding after that. That's what we did. Um, we included six other schools the following year. So that would have been about 20 uh, 1617, 19, and then 2020, even the COVID year, we grew a little bit more. I think that year we collected over 14,000 jars. Wow. And, uh, then in 21, we expanded again and we collected 23,000 and, uh, 20. Well, anyway, I'm losing, I'm losing track of my years, but this last season, I'll tell you this across, uh, South and Central Texas. So San Antonio, Corpus Christi, Austin, Laredo. Um, the RGV, we call down here Rio Grande Valley. We had 35 peanut butter bowls, and we had, out of those schools, 67 coaches that agreed to participate. And so we collected uh, over 80,000 jars worth of peanut butter, including online donations at $2 a jar. And that went out to uh, over 25 hunger relief, hunger fighting organizations wow. in those communities. So, Mike, if we get to come to Milwaukee with you, um, we're going to work with you to find those hunger relief organizations that will take peanut butter and take online donations so that all that peanut butter and donations go right into helping your community. And it's a great thing for coaches and kids to realize Hey, I love football. I play football, but I can also use this platform to help people in my community. And we have a saying, when we feed people in need, we all win. And I know we're running out of time, but I got to say this, the next year that, that, or that first peanut butter bowl with my two coaching friends at the end of the game, the same young, young coach lost again. I know he'll hate hearing that, but afterwards he said, you know what? I mean, right after the game, he, he was disappointed, but he said, we fed people tonight. We fed kids and we all win. Amen. 
Well, I've in my previous life, I've done a lot of work with Feeding America, uh, Eastern Wisconsin, oh. the Milwaukee uh, chapter, oh. and I, I can see myself making a phone call, you know, here the next day uh, to them. Hey, uh, Steve, I can't thank you enough, and I promise you, uh, I'm going to reach out to you really soon about a couple of things we've talked about, but I right. need to get you back on, and if you're willing to, to do that, there's so much more, verybold.com, that I want to talk to you about that I just find incredible work that you guys are doing. And again, when you go to verybold.com, do yourself a favor. Make sure you're not heading out to to church or heading out to the store (laughs) because you're going to spend, you're not going to be able to turn it on, listen to a couple minutes of one of these segments and walk away. It's just not going to happen. You're going to end up doing what I did, and that is just start listening to some of these really good interviews that he does. Steve Teal, thank you so much. I'll be in touch very soon very bold.com and and look at some of the the books that he is the author of and there's some great stuff for for just about anybody that listens to this show have a good week steve thanks a lot mike this has been a blast and a blessing thank you so much this is faith in the zone well i had a blast getting interviewed by mike mcgivern of faith in the zone in fact i like this guy so much i'm really hoping that i get to interview him very soon i'm working on that and i'll tell you what I'll be back to interviewing someone next week because I've got some great interviews that have been taking place, and I really appreciate you, our faithful, very bold podcast listeners. If you haven't, hey, please leave a five-star review. Let people know that this is a great place that you hopefully have been encouraged and inspired by the guests that we've talked to and even my testimony today. I want to remind you that God loves you. God is with you. God is for you. He has a purpose and plans for your life. God has a story for you. And because of that, I pray that you find his power, his presence today, and that that would compel you to be very bold for Jesus Christ, very bold in your love, very bold in your forgiveness, very bold in your serving, whatever he's calling you to do today, that you would be very bold. The Apostle Paul, of course, he put it way better than I can. In 2 Corinthians 3.12, Paul wrote this, Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold, radio and podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.